What's going on ladies and gentlemen? How are you doing? I go by the name of Mookie833, but some of you might know me by my internet name. Pink Polo Mookie's in the house. What's going on ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Even More About Nothing. Uh, bought some new shoes. Um, bought some all white slip-on vans. New shoes. I bought the damn Daniels. You wanna come Kanye? Explain these new shoes? You wanna come explain these new shoes with Kanye? Uh, oh, it's Brother Kanye. Uh, I bought the all-white slip-on damn Daniels, and those things, there's a reason that shoes. Do you remember? When that video was going live, Vans, as a company, ran out of stock. They had to back-order all-white slip-on Vans. So shout-out to Mateo for correctly predicting the power of influencers. Or, not not predicting, correctly and adequately stating the power of influencers on a brand. Speaking of Mateo, I'm joined by some illustrious hosts. Mateo, <laughs> the, 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 the greatest podcast on the internet. None but illustrious hosts. Nothing but illustrious hosts. We don't have no guests on here. And if, if we do, we don't respect them. I'm kidding. <laughs> For a second there, earlier you said... You were going by Mookie Eight Thirty Three, but people know you by internet. Your internet name. I really thought you were gonna throw your entire government out there. <laughs> oh, no. Stop that! They can, they can, they can, they can. They could have pronounced that graduation. No, they couldn't. <laughs> they, they sure couldn't. Oh yeah. And uh, Rafiki is at the table, so. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, don't know. I don't get it. I, I don't get why it's so funny. But you know, whatever. Man, on the same page. Yeah, that's why we're hosts. Thank All you. right, illustrious host, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Even though I already introduced you. Yeah, what's up, guys? It's your boy Matt. Um, back at it again. I don't know. Obviously, I don't know what your thoughts are, but we we decided Hold like on, uh, can I upper mid upper. Yeah. Why are you always back at it? How come you never stay at it? Oh, <laughs> good shot. Um, that, was not, that was just a legitimate question. No, no but if you no, stay no, ready, no. you ain't got to get ready. So that means he's never ready. No. <laughs> ready. Actually, that's actually <laughs> interpreted as he will. But. That actually spirals into a funny conversation. So someone asked me. <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't even know what kind of conversations you're having. That if you stay ready, if you even stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. No. So the thing is, someone, uh, <laughs> like uh, several weeks ago, a friend of mine, uh, told me they wanted me to get my haircut into a flat top. And so oh. then, of course, I looked at them and I said, no, I'm not doing that. If you want one, we can call my cousin Tom. <laughs> he already has a flat <laughs> top on deck. And she's like, no, I want you to have a flat top. I was like, nah, not happening. And she's like, don't worry, I'll pay for the haircut. I was like, I'm not paying for a haircut. And she's like, you never pay for a haircut? No. She's like, why? Because I'm lazy. See, as soon as I pay for a haircut, get myself lined up, then this is a lot more information. People are going to be like, dang, he ran wild. <laughs> as soon as I pay for a haircut and get lined up, I know at some point I'm going to get lazy and not go back to that barber. At that point, I'm just going to do it myself and people are going to be like, hmm. Something's different about Something's you. different about that. And I'm about consistency. That is not going to happen. <laughs> I'm not going to put myself in that Something position. you got to commit to one way of life. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. What you see is what you get. Like I, I, have, I, have, I, I do free have, haircuts all eighteen. Free haircuts. <laughs> I, I, I have to like, 
ask for forgiveness because I violated one of the cardinal barbershop rules. You switch barbers? I switch barbershops. Ooh. <coughs> but here's my thing. The barbershop I usually go to is... All the uh, seats were open? No. Oh. <laughs> all the seats are oh. usually... There's a like, reason that seats are open. It's on a Saturday and it's all, usually, all the seats are taken. They still listen to R. Kelly at the barbershop I usually go to. And they spend 40... Listen, you go in for a haircut. You better have two hours clear. Because you spent 45 minutes sitting in the chair hearing about LeBron and Jordan. Because half the crew is 25 and younger, and the other half are like 60 and older. Don't get me wrong. You get a haircut from a 60-year-old dude, you will have the cleanest razor line in existence. You might also, you know, have to go to, like, the emergency room. <laughs> he might cut you. <laughs> but your razor line is going to be real nice. <laughs> But I'm not really trying to spend two hours in a barbershop listening Dang. to this, like, sports argument. Yeah. So I went to this new barbershop. Was the great clips? No. Never. <laughs> I did that once. <laughs> never again. Uh, I don't think that's made for black people. Or Hispanics. Unless you got long hair. If you if you have curly hair, don't go to great clips. They don't know what to do with you. They're hopeless. They just attempt. A girl brought out a pair of scissors. I'm like, what are you? Y'all ain't got, y'all, y'all ain't got no razor. What you finna do with that? Uh, but no, so I went to, I went to the new barbershop. And I, I did go to the chair that was, I did go to the chair that was open. Results, not terrible. But next time, I'm going to wait for the first chair. If you don't know, at a barbershop of ethnic variations or variety... That you wait. First chair tells you. You gotta wait for the first treatment. chair. The first chair is usually the best barber or the owner. Yes. And the owner is usually top two, and he might be actually one or two. Um, shout out to Drake for the line. But uh, yeah. Mm. Anyways, uh, so I can finish my introduction. Now you can finish introduction. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you heard uh, as of last week, but upper management was talking and decided to promote you. Upper management? Upper All right. management. Listen, I have to have a conversation with these people. Okay, so what did upper management decide? Um, we do have a new intern. There's another intern? There's another intern. Okay. Who's this intern? <laughs> <laughs> this is why we need to start videoing these podcasts. Oh, wow. Anyways, uh, uh, that's it for me. Follow me on Instagram, Matt underscore Ogu2. What up, guys? It's your boy, Timmy Tunga. You know what to do? Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter. Now, is there, like, I know you say Timmy Tunga because that's pretty unique, but is there an underscore on at the end of all of your handles? On Instagram, I know there is. On Twitter? Let's find out. <laughs> I really don't know. I, I don't should think probably so. be informed. There is on Twitter. Uh, but on Snapchat, I don't think there is. You can't change that now. Yeah. You messed up. I didn't mess up, no. Snapchat messed up. It's not still my own identity. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah, there's no underscore on, uh, Snapchat, but... Yeah. Alright. Shout out to the big baller brand getting a shot off from Quavo. So, recently, Quavo, like, either purchased a plane or was taking a private plane... To go from here to Japan because the Migos are hosting like a talent show. Like Japan's got talent or China's got talent, but it's for rappers from 18 and up. I don't know how they got this deal, but they got this deal. But Quavo was photographed wearing a full big baller brand outfit, <laughs> like head to 
Yeah, head to ankle, because he had some AIs on his feet. But uh, sorry to interrupt. Head to ankle. Fair. Uh, Rafiki. And let's just let's just get the show going. Let's get it going. 17 minutes later into the intro. Yeah. Ha! <sighs> how's everyone? How's the intro? Yeah. Intro. You know what? If we start that, it's, it was podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're about to be here all day. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so how's everyone's week? It's been good. Been real good. Uh, got a birthday gift for uh, for my girlfriend. Tickets to Lion King on Broadway. Ooh. So doing that this coming week. So she gave me, she showed me that gift uh, a couple days ago. So yeah. Okay, sorry. So you're saying Lion King on Broadway? The traveling like Broadway show. Like oh okay okay. I was just like, wait a minute. I was like, where is this budget coming from? First of all, is, is it? Yeah. yeah, I was just like, wait a minute. You got room in your back because we try to see the Bodega Boys real quick. <laughs> 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 no, it uh, they have they do a traveling show and they travel like I think. Every other year or something. But like here's that. my thing: is seeing a Broadway show that's not on Broadway actually seeing a Broadway show? But it's unless the Broadway the, cast, though. unless it's a show in a city in the theaters on Broadway. Mm. But I believe it is like the Broadway Ooh. cast, like the I cast from Broadway. So, so fair. It's not really a because you don't Broadway get the Broadway show. experience unless you go to. Broadway. Then what is the Broadway experience? You're talking like you know. Like you, like you've had it before. It's all about like the acoustics and like the stage but settings. You, you, you can get acoustics in any stage. Yes, like they build what, Broadway what, what shows. What show did you see? I, I don't know. It was like Mary Poppins or something. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. It was a long time ago. Like we went to go see Batman, and then we went to the hotel, and we were like, "All right, we don't want to be here," so we went to go see a Broadway show. I was fourteen. I didn't really have a choice in the matter. Uh, but no, they build those Broadway shows around the Broadway theater. Well, you get people get what I'm saying now. I mean, you're right. I mean, I guess Hamilton was still cracking. It wasn't on Broadway. Mm-hmm. It was cracking in Chicago. Yeah, Ham- well, <laughs> listen, it's Chicago. So yes, if a rap show isn't cracking in Chicago, you've lost. <laughs> Let me just tell you: if you can't make black people in Chicago dance to your raps. You need to quit. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. Mm-hmm. Facts. Anyways. Tippy Tonga. Um, this week was cool. I don't remember exactly what I did, but it was cool. <laughs> I don't have much to show for it. Like, yeah. Matt. Um, it's been it's been a it's been a bit a pretty decent week. Um, I feel like. A lot's happened, but at the same time, not enough. Nothing has happened. Yeah, like, and that's just, like, work's been crazy or whatever because we had to, like, run training, like, by ourselves because, like, all of the, the, like, the director-level employees at our office were just gone traveling. (laughs) So I was going to leave us cool. (laughs) So I'm going to deal with that. Uh, Wait, so they invited people to train with y'all and they dipped out on (laughs) y'all? No. What is Ralph doing? It's it's not like that. Uh, More of like like that. Yeah. (laughs) It's not, but it is. Like that's what happens. That's that's the black equivalent. Um, I did get to do another photo shoot for our friend uh, Abraham and his uh, clothing line, Alcamba Express. Yeah. Shout out to shout out to Alcamba Express. Shout out to Abraham. New baby daddy. Yes, they do have a kid now. Congratulations to him and Vaughn. Um, so be sure to check out 
uh, all their stuff. They have a clothing line, and they also have a digital media agency. And Vaughn's got a pretty fire song out. And she is an artist. Well, like, everyone's an artist, but she's, like, an artist as in, like, a musical artist. But anyways, yeah, Alcamba Express. Check them out. Spell that, because some people can't spell. You're right. Mainly me. <laughs> you real right. <laughs> Alcamba, A-L-K-A-M-B-A. Express. Alcamba Express. <laughs> shoot! 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 There it is. All right, moving on. Uh, my week was uh, interesting. Officially, uh, so I got a new job working at a hospital. Um, mental. I work at a mental health hospital. Um, and so, like... Spent all last week training, spent all this week actually on the floor and had many experiences I can't talk about on camera because of uh, HIPAA violations. Uh, <laughs> HIPAA? But catch me on the south side of Chicago. I might tell you a story or two. <laughs> and if you actually ever catch me on the south side of Chicago, I really got a story for you. Yeah. How did I get here? How did I get here? <laughs> what am, what I, am doing I doing here? here? Where is she here? <laughs> No, I really just want to know where Chief Keith is at. If I'm ever on the south side of Chicago, I need to have a conversation with Chief Keith. That's all you need to know. Because I'm looking for Chief Keith to have a nice conversation about mutual funds, these budget boys, and if he's got a nice fiduciary managing his assets. That's a lot. Yeah. That was a lot to talk about. That was a lot to talk about. But actually getting to the meat of the show, we got... Um, well, I mean, not not like not like the, the meat of the show. All right, we'll get to the potatoes of the show. Yeah, so actually, one of the crazy things. Um, so earlier this week, because we had training, we usually take uh, the people that come in for training. We take them out to dinner, and so there's about like 23 of us out out at dinner, um, and we're at this really nice restaurant on the plaza, and for 23 people, that's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> And that was just to start the night. Anyway, so <laughs> um, so we're all sitting there. So we're at like different tables. So there's the people from our company. There's the people that come in for the training. And so we're all kind of like spread out to like interact with them. And so I'm sitting at this uh, this table with this group of people. They all came up. Uh, they're like they work at the same company, but they're from like different branches. So they're all sitting together. They're talking because so they know each other pretty well. And one of them is, uh, for all intents and purposes, this is. Uh, pertinent to the story, she is white, and uh, she. <laughs> I just got nervous, <laughs> real nervous. And so, Listen, we're trying no, to become a Disney company. I, I know it's 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 funny. Wait, wait. Everyone's always on the edge when it comes to race, man. Uh, I wonder why. I mean, we got white ladies calling. Never mind. We're trying to sell companies. So, um, so she's white, and. She recently got married to a Hispanic guy. Hmm. Okay. And so, like, is his name Pablo? No. Irrelevant. I don't know. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Not everyone plays baseball, all right? So, um, she was saying how much of a culture shock it was. And so then they they were at a cookout. And. Of course, like, her husband's, like, on the grill or whatever, like, helping make the food. And she walks over, and there are spaghetti noodles with mashed potatoes being served. Okay. Okay. And so then she looked at it, she's just like, hmm. She's like, she's like I don't know about this. Like, is this, is this normal? And so then he's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a Mexican thing. And she was just like, all right, it's a Mexican thing. Like, chalked it up to, like, cultural experience. 
And so she's sitting there at dinner telling him, so like, so there are five of them. And out of five of them, so two were white and the other three were Hispanic. <laughs> and my guy sitting next to me, one of the Hispanics, he's just like, he's like, yeah, you got played. That ain't a mix. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, uh, you know what? We, we need to talk about cultural versus, you know, regional. So listen, uh, is this a regional thing or a cultural thing? Nah, your husband just played. <laughs> no, that's neither cultural or regional. And like, culturally, is a Hispanic gathering that involves a barbecue, a cookout, or is that predominantly cultural? And when I say cultural, black. Because they do. Here's the thing: because Hispanics have gatherings, they really do. They don't necessarily have cookouts. I because feel like, the recipe for a cookout. I feel like a, that's a misnomer. You think it's a misnomer? Mm-hmm. You think it's a cookout? Do yeah. We, I, do I, we no, classify think, the Hispanic gathering they, as a cookout? Or do they classify it as a cookout? I, see, the thing is, they have a cookout. They don't call it a cookout, but they have a cookout. Mm. So to the black community, everything, like, they're gatherings of, like, a social, like, or, like, a... No, 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 no. Because like, the thing. There's, there's levels to African-American gatherings. There's the kickback. This is true. There's the cookout. And then the mother of all, the family mm-hmm. reunion. <laughs> You know, there's I'm levels. Sorry, like, there's levels to this. You, you you said that, and I started singing like the wild and now. At the family reunion. Let's stop it. Let's stop it. But yeah, we got a show, bro. We really do. Uh, anyway, <laughs> sorry. Question. Yeah, you just said that, and I just uh, that's like the I just had to get that out there. Yeah. But okay. uh, so let us know. Tweet at us at Eman Podcast if you are Hispanic. Do y'all just really be eating mashed potatoes and spaghetti noodles? Please or was, were, were, were people just, like, pulling our legs? Is it somewhere, like, secretly sleeping on? All I got to say is, is uh, shout out to Hugo's Abuelita because she makes the bombest guacamole this mm. side of the Mississippi. Yes. Facts. Don't argue. Matter of <laughs> fact, this I side, want you to at me. This, at Mookie833 because I will argue. This side of the Rio Grande? Yes. <laughs> anyway, Tim so, so, like, so, we can, uh, so we can get into the show. Um, unfortunately, we want to go ahead and take a minute uh, to recognize that one of the greats, one of uh, the people that pretty much raised any of us, has passed away. It's always tough. Jose uh, Lavit, is that how you say it? Lavat? I said Lavat. I think it's Lavat. Lavat, uh, the narrator for the Dragon Ball series, has passed away. So many, so many great times started by hearing his voice. Facts. Saturdays, mornings will never be the same again. Condolences to his family and his estate. Uh, obviously, in the anime world, uh, has lost another great one. But he will literally live on forever mm-hmm. as the narrator of Dragon Ball. <laughs> he has transcended the upper echelon of all the greatest shows to happen. Mm-hmm. Facts. Um, so, yeah. That's sad news, but in, oh, I'm not going to make that joke. In other news, something involving a less dead guy. Even though, like, it's in the name. Yeah. Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2 came out, 
And yeah. can we can we just can we just talk about? I'm sorry, it's just like we, we both said it at the same time. No, you uh, just totally stole it from it. <laughs> oh, you, literally, you literally shoved him down. No, this <laughs> is the it. this no, is the one. knees gave out. This is the one time the Lakers <laughs> were trying to involve the the ball to Byron Scott, and Kobe literally stole the ball from his own teammate. That's what just happened. This is the Lakers trying to involve the ball from it. Absolutely, they're not. trying to involve the ball to Byron know. Scott, and Byron Scott is gonna lob it up to Shaquille. And Kobe's like, no, I'm getting this ball. Granted, he didn't make the fadeaway shot. So, hey, go ahead. You, it's your turn to fade away now. It's yeah. all you. Right. And if you uh, miss. <laughs> I won't miss. Not like some people. Anyways, uh, Deadpool 2 came out. And honestly, the press tour that Ryan Reynolds has done for it is unmatched. Like, there are people that do press tours. Like, Black Panther press tour. That was cool. Ryan Reynolds is on another level. Yo, have, you, have you seen, like, what he's been doing for yeah, it? Yeah, I have. So, first of all, like, partnering with organizations like Manchester United uh, to put together, like, a uh, commercial for it. <laughs> Walking into David Beckham's home to film not only a spot for a World Cup commercial but also double as a Deadpool push. Yeah. And then, did you see about him going on the Korean singing show? I did not. No. Yes. So, during his thing, he ended up, uh, it might have been South Korea, uh, but he was... It's probably South Korea. It, it, he was in, like, a costume, and he had, like, a mask on, and he is singing, uh, like, partially Korean, a little bit of English, I believe, and... Then they're all just kind of like, yeah, this is cool, this is cool. Everyone's clapping, and then the song ends. He takes off the mask. It's Ryan Reynolds, and everyone just goes nuts. So also <laughs> with that too, at Walmart, he's re, uh, he recreated like a bunch of like movie covers, like Fight Club, yeah. or the Planet of the Apes, and different movies and stuff like that with Deadpool on the cover of it. It's pretty great. And apparently, uh, so this story kind of went a little bit viral. Uh, Max Scoville, who works for IGN, has been a Huge Deadpool fan since he was seven. And Max Scoville uh, took this letter he wrote as a kid mm, to the premiere yeah. and like this had this action figure to show it to Ryan Reynolds. And Ryan Reynolds like proposed to him as a joke for being such a big Deadpool fan. And like the story was very cute and heartwarming and it shows that uh, Ryan Reynolds not only cares about the character of Deadpool, he cares about the people who care about the character. I know that's like a big serpentine loop but um this is someone who cares about this property a lot yes um and in the words of josh brolin this is what marvel's doing right um dc has a lot of amazing things they're doing a lot of great things but what they're missing is people who legitimately care about not only the franchise but cares about how the fan feels about the franchise but like gals are not amazing uh, I think she's probably the best Wonder Woman we've well, ever had. Oh, yeah. Hands but... down. But you also got to know, like, Ryan Reynolds has taken, like, everything. Like, I mean, he's gone from writing the script to directing the movie to also playing the character. That's so what I'm in, saying. He's involved in every, every step. That's what, that's what, again, and then not to make this a DC versus Marvel thing, but this is what DC needs on their movie side. The animated side is amazing. Like, I just watched Batman Ninja. Huh! Fire! Yeah, I'm still yet to watch that. Really, really good. One of their best Batmans. Probably it's better than a lot, actually. Uh, and that's saying a lot. And in, in my opinion, my humble opinion, yeah. DC Comics are still better than Marvel Comics, and Marvel Comics are really all over the place. But Marvel is 
killing at the box mm-hmm. office, and that's undeniable. And I will say, in terms of for Deadpool, because Ryan Reynolds has done so well with this character, um, obviously he he is now cemented himself as the Deadpool. The Deadpool, like, like everything Jackman that is the Wolverine. Yeah, everything now that is based like done regarding Deadpool when he's long like hung up the costume for that like is going to be based off of okay well what did Ryan Reynolds do like what can we do differently and I think that's a great like that's a true tell of like how great a person is in terms of like acting directing like their creative mind putting all together now with that being said it's also interesting to see how that has influenced everything else around it do you realize My Hero Academia has its own Deadpool version of a character in there yes his name is twice it's so good. It is so absolutely funny. hilarious, breaking the fourth wall and all. So you can just but see it's, like it's, how like endearing it is to everyone. And they've kind of altered that a little bit because I mean he's still in the manga, but you ne- mm-hmm. they never really like he still has the same look, but they never really showed that side too much. Or if they mm-hmm. did, it was like maybe once, and so you never really got that vibe. Now that we see it animated, we're like, what? Um, but no, it's. It's good, but yeah, I really, I think Ryan Reynolds hasn't necessarily, how Deadpool is in the comics and how Ryan Reynolds have portrayed him, lined up, in my opinion. Like, I like Ryan Reynolds is beyond the perfect fit. It was like they took him out of the comics and made him a real life person and say, just be you, you know? Like, it was just that, that embodiment. Is just wild. So like, it's when we do get a new Deadpool, if we do reach that point, that's gonna be weird. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be really, really weird. So I, I don't mean, know but if like, th- I also kind of think about the Spider-Man effect. It took us a while to get this good of a Spider-Man, um, but we got a good Deadpool in the first go. We got. That's mm, no, not necessarily the first go. Technically, he was. This is the, it's the same guy, but yeah, yeah, he's the, right because there's a Wolverine Deadpool. movie. Yeah. But he, and, 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 I guess, and I guess in the Deadpool Fair. tool, there are some things that they do to kind of like rectify Dude, the oh mess that is. Oh yeah, you guys haven't seen it yet. I'm the one who's seen it. The one person that should be talking. He's I'm just like, like, I'm <laughs> like, all right. So well, Timmy Tucker, you but, have but, seen the but movie. Did they, did they officially name yes. him? De- they yes. actually named him Deadpool yes. in Origins. I can't remember. Like I know, like that's what we. Were I guess. Saying, I guess that. I don't think they. I can't remember. His they, name was Wade. They called him Wade Wilson on the elevator. But like. Well, well, yes, he, they yeah. call him Wade Wilson on the elevator, but as to what they created... Yeah, listen, so they called him Wade Wilson on the elevator, and they made references to shutting up his big mouth. That's why his mouth is sealed. So they made references to him as Deadpool. So the character in the movie is Deadpool, not to mention they actually show his quote-unquote signature... Um, swords on the His back. swords and his oh. invulnerability, which That's obviously... Fair. Um, in the comics, Thanos gives Deadpool his immortality. In the movies, he's manufactured or it's an accident. There's multiple ways Deadpool becomes immortal. But in Origins, they make reference right. to his regenerative yeah. powers being from Wolverine and yeah. all this well, kind of nonsense. Can we let the man that's actually seen the movie talk? That's what I was going to say. Which I want to know. <laughs> but um, anyway, no, well, I, I, I would, overall, like... I don't know a whole lot about Deadpool. You guys know that. I don't really read a whole lot. Of Which is why like, I wanna. Yeah, it was still an enjoyable movie, of course. Like it was freaking hysterical, and <sighs> I wish I could tell you guys some. Yeah, I just don't. Just from anything. the trailers, in your own words, non-spoiler. 
quick review. Um, definitely, uh, it has a different, of course, a different story, but it has, like, a different, like, tone in the first one. Like, it doesn't change, like, the Deadpool character, but, like, it shows kind of, like, a different side of him. Yeah. So it's a more, not, not a personable story, but, like, I guess, like, a, a family story. And he, sa- he says that, like, kind of movie. Like, yeah, this is a family movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like like you you hear that at the beginning and then you're like what and then at the end it's like oh okay I get it now it's one of those things but um but sometimes Deadpool just says stuff just to say stuff yeah. but no that it actually is literally a family movie <laughs> fair yeah one of my favorite characters from the first one which I'm glad that we're getting to see him again was the cab driver yo <laughs> <laughs> that's all I need to know. Okay. That's all I need to know. <laughs> Yo, I'll like... go again just to see if we're in there. I'm not even gonna lie. Really? I'm not even gonna lie, yeah. That cab driver was... Like his part just killed me. I'm like <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that that's all I needed to know. So Alright. Anyways, we're gonna keep it rolling. Uh Honestly, it kind of pains me to talk about this on the podcast because people have long forgotten about it. There is a new placeholder. Uh, this is the guy that your girl tells you not to worry about. Well, no, what the thing it was replaced with is the guy that your girl tells you not to worry about. Because then you find out you're this guy. It's Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he's not this year. So, Call of Duty has been demoted this year. No, no, like, Call of Duty is... Like, when you see those pictures, it's like you, your Call of Duty. There's your, like, the girl you like that is the video game consumer. And then there's her, her current, like, her current boyfriend or whatever. Her ex is probably PUBG. I'm going home now. So that's how we start. I'm going home. I'm going home now. Oh, man. All right. No. Let's get the proper lineup. There's you, the video game consumer. Cool. You got your girl. This is the console you want to play. The girl, the one that she tells you not to worry about is Call of Duty. The one you should be worried about is uh, Red Dead. That's well, the one well, she would say not to worry well, about. Is worried about. Well, but the thing is, the that's what that's her always. best friend, who's also a the movie star. And don't have to be the consumer though. Yeah, so the, cons- oh, yeah, the yeah. girl's a consumer. Um, the one everyone says not to worry about is Call of Duty. The thing she has a best friend who's a model well, no, and an actor is, and a billionaire. The, the joke and is, that, and that's Red Dead. The joke is that when they tell you not to worry about them, it is the guy that you should be worried about. Now, the one you should be worried about is, is Red Dead. Correct. So then it should be the one you don't need to worry about is Red Dead. Exactly. And then Call of Duty is completely irrelevant in all of this. Exactly. No, it's like, what's the issue? <laughs> what, what, <laughs> what did I do? What did I do? What, what are we talking and, about? And uh, our audience is like, uh, let me write this on the flowchart. <laughs> right. flow Bring out the flowchart. We need to get a flowchart animation in all our videos from now on. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Call of Duty is trying to be relevant by uh, doing a lot of things that makes some people interested. Uh, so they had their big Call of Duty reveal event, um, which was, from what I saw, pretty intense, but had a bunch of Call of Duty demographic-like kids. Um, melanin-deprived 15-year-olds. Um, 
That's what the womb look like. They all make YouTube videos. They don't get out in the sun. They ain't no vitamin D. How am I supposed to be mad at them? That's what they do to get paid. I can't be mad at them. But, uh, yeah, they had an event, and they revealed that Call of Duty would not have a traditional single player. Strike number one. And then they said Call of Duty Black Ops 4 is the name, so that's a check mark. So they've got one strike and one check mark. So things are going pretty well. Obviously, it's been Black Ops 4 for a while. And then they revealed the multiplayer, which looks like every basic Call of Duty multiplayer. But this time, it looks like they're trying to straddle a line between Call of Duty and Rainbow Six Vegas, where you have characters who have special skills and special weapons that they, only they can use, um, especially in this hero shooter generation, um, um, thanks to the amazing Overwatch series, we're going to be playing hero shooters for forever. Um, Overwatch, still one of the highest selling shooters every month. Shockingly. Um, that's its older brother. <laughs> that's its older brother. Yes. Um, so, it's kind of like Call of Duty with Hero Shooter Evolution, so it looks decent. But then, like, they got two strikes automatically for announcing Call of Duty Blackout, which is their Battle Royale mode. And this is when PUBG just laughed. And then you PUBG texted Fortnite. Fortnite, and Fortnite was like, who? PUBG and Fortnite are in a group chat. And PUBG texted Fortnite like, hey, yo, check out your mans. <laughs> hey, it's like it's like uh, they walk into the barber shop like the Dave Chappelle's kid. It's like, what's up with your boy? What's up, what's up with your boy, though? Oh, so, man. It's crazy how important yo, Fortnite right. has become to So, people. I was at work. I was getting ready to leave for that friend. One of my, my dudes come up. His name's Marvin. I went to high school with Marvin, <laughs> and he works there too. He's like, hey man, I need a Wi-Fi router. Come on, dude, I, I, I gotta work for 15 minutes. Like, you can't get it after work? He's like, nah, dude, I need it right now. Just get out of the way. I was like, all right, whatever. So I grabbed it. So I was like, you got like some testing you need to finish, your Wi-Fi being spotty. Uh, he's like, nah, man, I need it for Fortnite. You <laughs> <laughs> made it sound so important. I'm like, is it really that serious? Like, heck yeah, it is. It's Fortnite. I'm like, all right, Marvin. That Fortnite is literally a virus. <laughs> Fortnite is... That game has taken over. Yeah, I mean, I think it is the most watched and most played game right now. Nope. Yeah, it is the most watched and most played game. But the King of the Crown still goes to Rockstar, as Grand Theft Auto V is the highest-selling entertainment property of all time. Didn't we talk about it, like, three weeks ago? Yes, but, like, that's still... Like, it needs to be reiterated, like... The highest-selling media anything ever is somehow. And one game that keeps still. selling. And they still, they just put out a patch yesterday. I'm like, what are you, what are you, who is working on this game? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what do you need to patch? <laughs> what are you, why? Why is there, I mean, like, listen. Isn't it like eight years old? It's like almost, yeah, it's almost nine years old at this point. That's, that's an old that's, game. That, 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 that's wild. Yeah. Anyways, um, so, yeah, it's just a simple breakdown in case you didn't understand. There is nope. you, there is your girl, that's nope, the game nope, system. Nope. It came out 2013. Dang, it's, that's only six. Only six years old. Anyways. Uh, listen, for a six-year-old game to be the highest-selling entertainment property of all time. And it's still selling. Stunning. 
Anyway. Continue. Anyways, uh, just a simple uh, the flow chart breakdown, guys. There's you as a consumer. There's your girl who is the game system. The one she tells you not to worry about is probably going to be Fortnite. And then her older brother... Uh, we'll chalk it up to PUBG. <laughs> <laughs> PUBG. And, and, her, and her dad is, uh, we'll just say Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> <laughs> and Call of Duty rings the doorbell. Like, over, the over, dad is over, like, who are you? Overwatch is what? Grandpa. No, Overwatch is uncle. That's in the military. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. Overwatch, Overwatch is her, is her dad's older brother who's in the military. That's that's the flow chart. <laughs> All right, um, this is the part of the show where I will like to remind everyone about some announcements we got. E three is coming up soon, and as you know, we like to do an E three pre show, and then we like to do an E three post show uh, with with our favorite. Uh, not a GameStop employee. Is he still a GameStop employee? I don't know. I think I don't know. He we're gonna is, is, is he, is he's, he on the, he's, he's forever gonna have that title. Yeah, our is, favorite is, GameStop employee. He, is he on the current and former. Is he on the Mookie schedule, the one hour once a month? No. <laughs> <laughs> he might be. He, he he might be. He's not quite the GameStop. Well, actually, he is. He is. What's he called? The GameStop Guru. Yeah, let's call him GameStop. The GameStop Guru Tonks will be on the show. Uh, either for our pre-show or our post-show, probably the post-show, because um, he can give us um, breakdown and analysis that we sometimes miss, um, and then some behind-the-scenes like things he can talk about. Obviously, he can't reveal everything, but um, Tonks has always been a friend of the show. Uh, he is one of the illustrious hosts, so he'll be coming through sometime. Yeah. And now, again, I must reiterate... You know what? I want nothing to do with this topic. But before you say that, I just want to say I'm real hurt that one of the greatest events happened this week. Of course, we're talking about the royal wedding. No, we're not. Who cares about that stuff? Anyway, the thing is, is like, uh, actually, the Kingdom Hearts 3 premiere event happened this week. And I just want to say... Square Enix, you probably must have lost our invitation in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know where it's... I mean, it's cool. We'll be back next year. Even though it'll be Kingdom Hearts 3, it'll be for something else. Listen, uh, all the other 5,300 titles they got working they on. They still have not shown us a single piece of gameplay footage for Final Fantasy VII Remake. And it was supposed to come out this year. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. That game does not exist. But back to what y'all want to talk about. Final Fantasy VII may not exist. Yeah, th- that game does definitely not exist. That game is <laughs> that game is a thought and a screensaver. <laughs> it, it, it's a little text bubble. <laughs> that game is hey, that, bro, that so game. Can, what, Final, Final Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy VII is that annoying little brother you won't like Roger. No, friends. Final Fantasy VII at this point is that little paperclip from Microsoft Word back in like the early two thousands that would just pop up. <laughs> No! In the bottom corner and try to give you tips on how to write your paper. That's what Final Fantasy VII is right now. It's in the bottom of the screen. It's just there. And all of a sudden, it knocks on your screen like, hey, y'all remember me? Go away! <laughs> Ain't nobody like you. Everybody loves Final Fantasy VII Remake. Obviously, we're just making jokes because they announced the game and haven't touched it yet. 
Um, if I may remind the audience, it took them 13 years for them to, re- to release Final Fantasy 13. Uh, yeah, no, 15. 15. And then they've re-released it seven times in the last two years. They released it on Xbox, PlayStation, and then they really they re-released it on Xbox and PlayStation. No, that was 13, right? No, the, the, I'm talking about Final Fantasy 15. Okay. The royal. So they really they released Final Fantasy. 15, then they released the complete edition, then they released the PC edition, then they re-released all three versions on PC, PS4, and Xbox as the Royal Edition, and then they re-released it one more time, and I'm just like, go make another game. Y'all have a game. Y'all, y'all announced 72 games in the last three minutes. Go, go work on one of them. But, uh, but let's get to what y'all want to talk about. Yeah. Because uh, that's what we are here for. That is what this is all about. It actually spawned because of that. Actually, that is not actually facts. I'm just trying to build up what we're talking about. And for that reason, you guys know we always talking about the ban list. We're temporarily lifting an aspect of the ban list. Which, uh, because okay, because the topic itself is not on the ban list. The What we banned was talk of the release date, but that will have to come into the conversation, so we're temporarily lifting it. Upper management demands it. I don't they demand it, but they <laughs> ask very politely. They, they, they said the very nice <laughs> no, way to live. Yeah, and I am going to hit reply all, <laughs> subject, protected list, we need LeVar Ball. You already petitioned for this, and I approved it. Okay. I just need I just that I just need that to be known. LeVar Ball is on a protected list, so I can talk about LeVar Ball for the rest of my life. Anyways, proceed. Uh, the Kingdom Hearts 3 premiere event was this past week in Los Angeles. I think it was just like Thursday, Friday, or just yep. like Thursday or something like Friday. that. Friday. Friday. Um, and so all well, the there, there was a behind closed doors for media only on Thursday, and then the event. No, the same with Friday. Friday was the behind closed doors. Well, no, so there's the media, and then there's, like, the YouTubers and the creators. So media was Thursday, then the YouTubers and creators got into it on Friday. Um, But, so that was happening this week in Los Angeles. Like we said, Square Enix, we ain't mad about it. We sure you guys just forgot to put the stamp on it, throw it in the post office so we can come out there, but we really want to. If you guys are holding another uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 event next year, we would love to go, even though that would be super redundant and not needed, uh, because it will come out this year. What date did they give again? Don't at me. Hey, we're going to talk about that at the end, all right? Okay. So don't come for me, or else you get demoted again. Uh, anyways, there were they got some, all the creators were talking about, that, like now they're able to finally talk a little bit about what they experienced. They got hands-on experience. They got to play Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, and I am super excited that we are finally seeing come to fruition what we've been waiting for for 12 years, 13 years. Practically. So. Because 05 was when 2 came out. Here's all I got to say. What they played was a demo of Kingdom Hearts 3. Not the full game. Right? Yeah. Why would you allow them to play the full game anyways? That's all I got to say is, is what they got to play was a demo of Kingdom Hearts 3, not the full game. Yes. yes, that's understood. That's that's all I got to say. I do. So, so you interjected for what? I've been trying to maintain the point that yes, Kingdom Hearts three is coming out probably next year. This again for me is further proof that this game is going to get announced 
for later in the year and then get pushed back into early part Didn't of next it, year. Wasn't it already announced for later this year? I think they're going to... No, so it was a 2018. However, remember Target... Target supposedly slipped up and showed the release date. Which well, no, I know. I'm sure. talking about like, didn't they already say like late 2018? Well, they said his thing. At they first, they said 2018, and then they said um, spring 2018. Oh no! And then they said no. They've I've they never I've only heard and ever seen. 2018. They've never said a quarter. They've never said a month. They've never said. A I I don't know. I, I remember something that said either something or someone that was an official Kingdom Hearts event that said do early remember, 20. Do, do you remember the news source? Do you remember what time you read? Do you remember the, the positional rotation of the sun? I don't, but I believe it was Tim Geddes who works for Kind of Funny. Uh, detailed like Jake Peralta? No, I was actually going for a different bit, and I'm kind of upset you didn't pick up on it. Continue. Uh, I, it was Tim Geddes who's also a huge, 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 but you know, huge Kingdom Hearts fan. Um, he was speaking at a Kingdom Hearts... No, it wasn't a Kingdom Hearts event. It was either D23, because he's also a huge Disney fan, um, and it was saying... I saw that he got to play it. Yeah, again, so Tim Geddes is... Tim Geddes and Greg Miller, if you don't remember, actually helped do the reveal event for Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy 15. So they kind of have an in with Square Enix, and then he said early 2018, spring 2018, was his educated guess based on what he's seen and heard um, on conversations with official pers- people and it was at an it was at an official Kingdom Square Enix event and this, this is Square Enix North America again just to clear up the confusion there's Square Enix Japan and then there's Square Enix North America Square Enix North America contains studios like uh, EDOs and all these other things they're the ones making Shadow of the Tomb Raider that's why they can pump out those games every four or five years um, so Shadow Tomb Raider is about to come out because it's being made over here in the West. Square Enix Japan is a whole different monster. They make literally 75,000 games a week. And, or they announce 75,000 games a week and they make two a year. So they're, they're the same company, but just two different branches on two different continents. That's why I think that's relevant. Long story short, all that being said, I don't think the game is finished yet. Because because this follows the pattern of what they did with Final Fantasy fifteen. At first, they announced. Right, can I stop you for a second? Because we haven't even talked. We're always talking about release date. We haven't even talked about like. What uh, let's the just talk about. Let's talk about the release date. Let's the, get the argument over, and then we right, talk about the fun stuff. It, when they initially announced Final Fantasy, it was for September, and then we found out there was no way in hell it was going to make that date, so they pushed it back to October. And then they did. They revealed their pushback by accident, mm-hmm. and they tried to do this big reveal. Oh, we're gonna come out September, October. No, it was November. They just went ahead and straight back. They pushed no, it back to November. November. Yeah, November. No, because it was like, hey, we're gonna release it in September, and they're like, yeah, it's not gonna come out. And then they did the whole October thing at the event, and it was like coming in October. And then it like did a shaky thing, and it was like November. Um, so. The game got pushed back like four times. This follows the pattern. They had demos out of Final Fantasy. They had demos running on PCs that people were able to play. They just didn't have the final demos for consoles. And going based on their history, the importance of this game, they can't really afford to mess up on this one. Um, I think they realize that at this point. 
I'm happy that there's a demo out because that means people can finally shut up and realize that the game is is at some point. But my question is, what point in the... Because what a demo is, is they eventually... They get to a certain point in the game to where it's pretty good. They pull that demo out and then they continue working on the game. What point in development is the game and what point has the demo been extracted from and how far have they gone since the demo? We've got few... Things for oh, well, we got two weeks left to E3. Yeah. We got two weeks left to E3. Yeah, we suspect they're gonna announce the game's release date at E3, well, like a final, only, uh, final release date at E3. That's the only logical explanation. That's at this the point. only logical explanation at this point. I still think they give a release window at E3. I don't think they give a date because they don't want to corner themselves. I think they give a release window at E3. Now that that part's been talked about. I now realize why we put this on the ban list. Exactly. See, this is why it's on the ban list. Now that that part's we should, over. We should just wait for him to not be here to talk about this. That's what we now let's talk about the fun <laughs> stuff. The good things that happen in the show. All right, are you going to shut up now? Yeah, yeah I'm right now. I'm right now. Yeah, I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm a fan. You're, too. you're waiting on us. That's, that's rich. That's real rich. <laughs> you want to uh, but anyways, so like we're saying before Mookie went on this release date hijacked GTA ride, um, that there are a bunch of media people, creators, YouTube, they're in LA for this Kingdom Hearts 3 premiere event. They got to play a demo, which actually got to explore two worlds that we've already seen. They got to play through Olympus and they got to play through Toy Story. Um, and from what it sounds like, the Olympus part was a little bit short on that side, but a lot of what they played through was on the Toy Story level. Which makes sense, because I think, uh, we all, as we know, as anybody who's Kingdom Hearts fan knows that Olympus is supposed to be the one of the first places you land in the game. Like, period, that's where things start. So, to reveal too much of the... Like the oh. hype or the yeah like the, the, the draw to yeah so uh, you can't really um, you can't really do that so you only gotta and but it's been known that you revisit worlds anyway so we don't even know as necessarily is it the very beginning or is it in the middle or do you visit again at the end so um, we are known to revisiting worlds at least two times minimum maybe a third um, yeah um, so I mean there's a lot of interesting. Uh, Things that are coming out of it as more and more of the creators on YouTube are coming out and talking about it. I mean, IGN's talking about it, even though the issues they've had with reporting on Kingdom Hearts 3, like a lot of people know, uh, or people, Kingdom Hearts people, in general. People mock IGN for their Kingdom Hearts reviews regularly now. It's, yeah. It's pretty bad. How but, could, the one that blew my mind was, what was it? I think the 2015 uh, trailer with uh, Master Eriquis and... Uh, um, Xehanort yeah and the pronunciation yeah, yeah. and she's like well I'm not really like sure on this but like do you not like the game yeah. have you never played the game like why they literally started off one of the reviews of the Kingdom Hearts games with the reviewer saying I'm not really a Kingdom Hearts fan but that's like when we went to NakaCon and they open up the sports anime panel with, we've never watched a sports anime, but that's literally what it is. I, Nothing I, will ever beat IGN's greatest, <laughs> and I mean, you talk, greatest you, you talk fumble ever. 
I've talked about this, and I will. Oh, I need to put this email sending now. Protected list. Seven out of ten. IGN. IGN gave a water Pokemon game. Sapphire. They give Pokemon Sapphire a seven out of ten because, quote unquote, too much water. There is a water Pokemon on the cover of the game. I don't know how to help you with this. But what? <laughs> you know what? Before you let me before I have an aneurysm, I'm gonna right. step back and vent over here. Like back now, y'all. <laughs> yeah. A lot of uh what everyone seems to be raving about in terms of for Kingdom Hearts, especially seeing uh, the levels, especially playing through Toy Story, because that's the one people are most excited for, is not only how immersive the worlds are, but how you're able to interact with everything in your environment. Um, one of the things that we're talking about, I remember I was watching uh, um, a YouTube video. I believe the guys, like their, their channel's name is... Uh, Friendly Allies or something like that. Uh, they were also at the premiere event, and they were talking about like in terms of like scaling. You don't really it's like like feel the between Olympus and Toy Story. You don't really feel the grasp of the scaling until you get into the Toy Store in the Toy Story world. Uh, but even with like in Andy's room, how small everything is, they still find unique ways to like place those treasure chests that you're looking for. Um, and it's not like super obvious on where you need to look to find them. Uh, so that's something I'm really excited for. Because yeah, they they've never really like, they're there, but then you find the obvious ones. But then mm -hmm. like you, once you get to that halfway point, you know, some of them start becoming harder. And then there's yeah. always like three of them that you're just like, where are they? Yeah. Uh, so we're super excited for that. And then also being able to scale walls in this one. Um, one of the great things that we've everyone's been talking about, that they've been alluding to, that uh, they've been showing off in the trailers, is how they're combining like the best of all of um, the motions and fight mechanics between the Kingdom Hearts games and putting them into one single game. Being able to scale walls, being able to use flow motion to move around to defeat enemies. Um, and I think one of the things in particular that they had mentioned, uh, the YouTube video that I watched, uh, was whenever you're fighting, fighting Rock Titan at Olympus and you're climbing, like you're running, scaling up the side of the mountain, uh, and then having to like move so around to dodge the falling rocks. I'm super excited to see what other ways you can use that and incorporate. I think it would be more of kind of like a, a dream drop distance instance. Like uh, one of the things that comes to mind is when you go to uh, you're in the level with uh, the the hunchback of Notre Dame. Uh, Riku like climb like jumps up and he lands on like a pillar. Then all of a sudden you're using like flow motion to go around and defeat the enemies. I'm super excited to see how all of that plays into this. Uh, and obviously they can't give a lot of story stuff away, but apparently word on the street is uh, Tetsuya Nomura has told everyone to uh, kind of like prepare themselves for the ending because it's going to be like not hard to swallow, but it, it'll be it'll be something. But, uh, so... I will say this. That man knows how to make an entrance, though. He really does. He knows how to make an entrance. I remember when, uh, Timmy Tonga and I were at the orchestra concert last year out in LA. Oh, and that is happening again. It, it is happening again. So we'll get uh, to probably some more stuff. Or so, just, like, 
fan service. Yeah, fan service. But like, it was one of those things. Like people, which people speculated were in LA. Were there the same week as E three? At least the starting weekend leading into the week of E three. So people were like, "Oh, he's gonna be at E three, But like, I guess Square Enix wasn't necessarily docket. You know, on the docket to make an appearance. But either way, people were like making these assumptions. Maybe he might show up, but nobody heard a peep. Nobody heard a word. And I mean, we had what one song left or. Before Yoko played, right? Yeah. Uh, so, like, the orchestra played, and then at the end, Yoko was going to play one piece, which that was just... She can... She so much finesse, man. On that <laughs> piano. Whew. Anyways. And she goes ahead and starts to introduce, and she got, like, three sentences in via the translator, and people were like, What? He just walks out all cool, cool and quiet. Which, by the way, I then Bro, realized he had some khaki short song with the Mickey Mouse shirt. <laughs> no, you, you know, you know what I thought? I was so. I'm weird. like, this dude looking like Noctis. He had the, the little cutoff pants right halfway down the shin with some black boots and a black T-shirt, which was Mickey Mouse with the black hair. And I'm like, they make Noctis after him. Like, he looks, but he just kind of came in all suave and whatnot, and people just phones out because it's a no phone place. Yeah. I felt bad for the usher. Do you know how many people got flashed in the face with a flashlight? Yeah. They can't really kick everybody out. So just, hey, 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 hey. But it was cool. It was cool. And then he dropped the trailer. Mm, it was dope. Yeah. Uh, but so if you guys saw like some of the stuff from uh, the premiere event, like what uh, drew your attention? Like what are you excited for? Like what did people talk about that you're like super excited for for Kingdom Hearts 3? Or is it, is it all just kind of like pure bliss that we're seeing gameplay of it. I can't put it into words. Because I like... The level of excitement I have for this game... Because honestly, like... There are great games out there to exist. Not denying that. But because of my personal attachments and ties to this... This is my favorite series that I've ever played. So for this to come out, to see gameplay, no longer, like, to see how people have put out game, gameplay and not just trailers and to know that we're getting closer, I'm, like, I'm through the roof on this. Um, obviously, it'll be disappointing if it's a flop, but at the same time, like, it still doesn't, uh, you know, kill all the hours I put into this game, you know? Mm -hmm. So... For me, I'm at the point where I hate with Final Fantasy 15. I'm I'm gonna forget about the game until I get a release date, because it's almost like abuse to be constantly excited for a game that just refuses to show. It's like it's like going on a Tinder date and they stand you up, and then you get home, you're just like, man, that was rude. Hey, like I'm not texting them, and as soon as you put your phone down, they send you a text message. Totally sorry. Car broke down. Really bad situation. I I make it up to you, and they're really nice all week. And then you're like, "Oh, cool, we got our second day." And he snaps you up again, and he's like, "Oh man, that was really bad." And then you go through the same process over. And I this has never happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Hey, hey I was like, are you talking from experience?" <laughs> Sounds way too specific. Hey guys, I think Polo Mookie's on the market. <laughs> I, that I can neither confirm nor deny any of that. I didn't count myself in trouble on this podcast a couple of times. No, that's actually that's actually have a, a couple of episodes of a Netflix show called uh, 
Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt, whatever. Also, they literally stole that episode and used it on New Girl. So, yeah, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> they do whatever they yeah. want in TV land. But no, I'm just ready for this game to be out. Um, Outside of that. Obviously, everybody's game ready good. for this the game, game. The game looks good. But I'm just done being excited. I just, I'm just, I'm, I stopped watching trailers like three years ago. So I'm like, all right, let the game come out and let it speak for itself. That's where I am at this point. But from what I've seen, the game looks good. Um, I am concerned that it doesn't quite live up visually to the games we've been getting the last few years. Because, listen, we got we got Persona last year. We got God of War this year. We've got Horizon Zero Dawn the year before. We're getting Red Dead. These games all look different stylistically, but they look amazing within their own right. And I just, I'm concerned that Kingdom Hearts visually won't be able to keep up with the other games. Now, as far as gameplay, it looks smooth. Well, but we'll then see. again, like, Kingdom Hearts has never really. I'm not been going about. I'm not, I'm not going about like graphics. Visually. I'm not going about graphics. But I'm but talking like, about like visually. You talk, they, no, they've improved. Take that back. Take that back. Because when we got Kingdom Hearts two, remember the first time we saw the summons? Remember how breathtaking they were? I just don't think they're gonna have that same effect. Because listen, do you remember when the Final Fantasy fifteen demo came out and we got that first Ramu summon? Fair. And we literally ran out of the. I ran out of the house. That's how visually striking it was. At this point, A, some of the summons, like, we've seen the genie summon, like, 17 times already. But, and that's the other thing, like, uh, so in terms of summons, one of the cool things that was released, I think it might have been leaked, actually, is we're going to get Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. So, and I don't know if you actually saw, like, the summon happen. I didn't see it. Oh, it is, honestly, it is so cool. So, like, what happens is Sora, uh, like, he kind of, like, moves, like, Keyblade or like points it or whatever, and then you just see like a screen pop up with the Fix It Felix, so the game that Ralph is from, and then like you see him in eight bit falling through, and halfway through the whole thing breaks and he just like falls and hits the ground, and then like he stands up and like Sora is on his shoulders, and honestly this might be one of, I don't want to speak preemptively, but this might be one of the coolest new additions to summons we've got. Okay, that sounds actually really cool, and that actually probably sets my, my fears down. Again, I stopped watching trailers three years ago, because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to keep watching yeah, yeah, trailers yeah. for again. And the, and the other thing is, like, they also moved the Little Mermaid into a summon as well. Yeah. Oh, so that's you know, dope. Yeah, no, you, well, you stopped watching trailers, so you wouldn't know. The summon actually looks pretty cool, like, and even when yeah. the trailer first came, I was kind of like, wait, because there's so much going on, you're like, wait, who is that? And it, it's just all watery. Mm-hmm. And, like, and even with this dude. one, like, with the demos that are going on, people got to play with that a little more. And it's what they chose to do with Ariel and using her as a summon is both super clever, but also so classic Kingdom Hearts is what I love about it. Oh, for sure. Um, so... I don't think any. Oh. We're all very excited for the game to come out. I see. I just saw it. We're all very excited for the game to come out. Um, are we taking bets on when it is released? We already. Wait, we, bets. Did, we did have a. Bet. We already kind of have. Let's one. take. Let's take an unofficial, non-actual bet. Like, when do you think it'll be out? 
I say first quarter of next year. So I think really early, too. I think they hit that February window, which I think is their best bet for making a whole Google money because anything that comes out between October and November will not make a dime because October 13th is Call of Duty. and Call of Duty in December. Call of Duty is... No game comes out in September. In December. You get deals on games in December. I'm calling December. You calling December? I'm calling December. Early, early December. Greg will tell you that December is a placeholder date. I'm saying early December. Not ended, like, not, I'm no, not saying I'm, I'm just not, telling not, you. I'm not saying, I'm not I'm, saying I'm just saying. Greg will I, tell I you. Generally, yes. I know that. I worked at GameStop too. I, I saw a lot of that. You know what? I understand. Honestly, I'm a trusting person. I'm sticking with my boys at Target. <laughs> is this. <laughs> You sound, you sound like you've been hanging out with Amazon friends. Have <laughs> you been hanging out with Amazon friends? Do you know something, Matthew? I'm going to say back half the year, probably October, November. Matthew, I feel like they're going to I don't under, I don't know if a single game besides Red Dead is coming out in October. And if they are, they October, need to move. November. October, November. Uh, October. Well, I mean, November. You're right. November. Nothing should come out in November because Red Dead will just eat you alive. October 13th is called. I don't know, because uh, Kingdom Hearts fans are kind of a cult. They're kind of a cult, but Red <laughs> Dead is... Well, not saying that, like, we're not taking away from Red Dead. Not that Red, Red Dead will still sell. I Period. Period. That's not a... That, that is now excluded Look, out he, of the people argument. People make a budget for what they want. If they want two games, they're getting two games anyways. That's true. Look at you. I mean, listen. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I forget. There's more people like you out in the world, man. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I hope not because sneakerheads. There, there, sneakerheads. There are, but video game addicts. Yeah. I hope they have more sense than I did in the past because, like, I made some very, 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 very reckless decisions with money when it came to video games. It's not that much better now. It's an improvement, but it's a lot. It's a lot better. Do you remember when I was buying collector's editions every week? I mean, I do remember that. Yeah, that was bad. But you're still buying games close I, to every week. You might as bought, well be. I haven't bought a game in like two months. I think that's Lie. my life. God of War. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, don't lie to me. So you just go lie under oath. All right. So I, you I was like, like oath. I take an oath. Sorry, upper management's been talking. <laughs> this is the oath. That's the this oath. is the oath. <laughs> my phone's oath. Well, okay. Well, I might have, you know. Maybe, maybe I didn't, maybe I didn't, but you know, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Whatever happened, it wasn't in collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I bought the standard edition. It was only six bucks. Anyway, yeah. uh, so regardless of when this game comes out, everyone is so, like, ready for it. We've been waiting for so long. Uh, just seeing everything, the small details, Unreal Engine 4 is going to be such a dream for this. Um, I don't really know that we can say much more than that. Or if we're able to say much more than that, because like again, well, just gonna just because yeah, that's all we know. Yeah, just just one more time. I'm pretty sure Square Enix just left our invitation in the mail, or they, it was just like not deliverable. Breaking uh, news: According to IGN, remember they gave a Pokemon game with a water Pokemon on the cover a seven out of ten because it, you know too much water. According to IGN, Ubisoft has just announced that Division Two will arrive before April 2019. That's okay, Division Two. Okay, three's around the corner. That's all I got to say about. Wait, this. so does that make Division the ex-boyfriend? Nah, that'd be Destiny. Mmm, you right. That scene died real fast. Yeah. 
<laughs> Division was like the high school crush. Yeah, definitely. You're right. Anyways, um, so we're super excited for, about it. If you guys were keeping up with all of the Kingdom Hearts 3 premiere events, tell us what you loved about it. I heard that they had sea salt ice cream on tap there. Like, you know, the big thing about Kingdom Hearts is the sea salt ice cream. Like, Roxas was eating it, Axel was eating it, Hainer, Pencilette, they were all eating it. Uh, and then they I also... Know, I, I cognitively know you said Pence, but the way you said it, it was like, Hainer had a Pencilette. <laughs> I was like, Hainer had a what? Anyway, <laughs> 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 we, we just go keep the dice rolling real keep quick. Keep the dice rolling. Uh... Or they also had, like, on display, so they had someone dressed up as King Mickey, obviously, and they had one of three, like, officially made Keyblades there for people to get a photo op with. Again, I'm just gonna, like, real smooth, like, Disney, I know you think about buying us soon, we just want to know where our invitation was at. I'm saying, Disney, we've been here for a minute now. Anyway, uh, go ahead, tweet at us. Let us know what you think. Uh, our Twitter, once again, is at E-Man Podcast, or you can go ahead and follow us. No, it's E-Man Podcast 1 on Twitter. Uh, on Instagram, it's E-Man Podcast. Don't tweet E-Man Podcast. We, don't, we, uh, we, we pulled a Mookie on that one. Um, like, Facebook.com backslash wait, even you, more you about nothing. Twitter, right? E-Man yeah. Podcast 1. Yeah. Um, I update, altered it, dropped the one, make it a little more uniform with Instagram. Oh, you did? Were you able to get the other one? No, I was not able to get in the other one. I think it's deactivated. But now, like, our actual one that oh, we tweet from so this is, is E-Man now podcast. E-Man I had Podcast. It, I had it right the first time. It is E-Man Podcast. Hey! On all forms. Facebook.com backslash even more about nothing. Also, you're probably listening to this on either iTunes or SoundCloud. If you're on one or the other, just go ahead and hit that follow button on SoundCloud. E-Man Podcast. Or even even more about nothing. I think it's even more about nothing. Mm-hmm. Even more about nothing. Yeah, or on iTunes. Uh, I don't know if there's like a follow button. With Stitcher. Uh, Stitcher. I think or if you just listen to the station. Either way. Either way. Just make sure you follow us on our social media, and and don't forget about all our company stuff. White Noise Studio. So everything is at White Noise LLC. That's W H I T E N O I Z. LLC. And I think that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. We don't know why you listen, but as always, we appreciate that you do. Have a good night. We'll catch you next week.